Hello, and welcome to The Midlife with Kimberly Sampson and Tracy Feldstein. If you're over 40 and under dead, you're in the right place. Hey there, I'm Kimberly Sampson, and welcome to The Midlife Podcast, where we discuss tools and strategies to turn your midlife crisis into your midlife transformation. Some of what you'll hear is from the recipe I use to get myself out of my own midlife funk. Some of what we'll discuss draws on my career in finance and banking and my experiences with entrepreneurship. All of it, my personal experience and my professional expertise are yours to help you design your next best chapter and thrive. We'll also have a special segment called Reinvented sprinkled in every few weeks. You'll hear from inspiring women who have changed course after 40, proving it's never too late to start something new. Join me. Welcome to episode 22 of The Midlife. If I only had a nickel for every woman who's told me her biggest challenge in midlife is finding her purpose, like we're all Indiana Jones on a quest for the Holy Grail, if we can only find our purpose, we'll be happy. And so a billion dollar industry has been created to set you off on the yellow brick road to find purpose. And if you don't find it, you must have done something wrong. Try again. I get very frustrated by the lofty ideals that are spewed forth by people who hold themselves out as gurus and thought leaders. The concept of finding your purpose is one of those things that gets stuck in my craw. Finding your purpose leads you to feel that if you don't have some driving calling or altruistic impulse to save the world, you are failing as a human being. Now there are people out there that know what they want to be from the moment they're born or have some incredible talent that no matter the circumstance would bubble to the surface to be shared with the world. Those people are extraordinary and I admire them. I'm even a little jealous that it's intrinsic to their being. But I think it sets a standard for the other 99.9% of us that is impossible or at a minimum very unlikely to achieve. So you flounder about directionless, waiting for inspiration to strike. We humans have a funny little piece of software installed called self-importance. It serves a lot of good and is somewhat critical for survival. And I do believe that we all should have a little Abilene Clark voice inside of us telling us on the hour, you is good, you is kind, you is important. And I do think you should be doing good, being kind above all else, and that things you are doing are important. But also... Are we all really put on this earth because every single one of us has a spectacular contribution to make to humankind? The concept of finding your purpose tells you that's a truth, and it's a little narcissistic, don't you think? It leads you on a never-ending quest to fulfill some destiny that you believe is written in the stars for you only. And ultimately, you do nothing. Total inertia. And then a feeling of inadequacy and failure sets in. What if finding your purpose is the equivalent of finding the leprechaun's gold at the end of the rainbow? It's an impossible target and focusing only on the endpoint assures you that you will miss the colorful beauty of the journey. Instead of finding your purpose, may I suggest that you find your purposefulness instead? This is much more attainable and in fact is right under your nose. No more impossible quests and crushing pressure. Sound good? Start by just doing what you're doing. Yep, I'm serious, but I want you to pay closer attention to what you're doing, why you're doing it, and how it's making you feel. I strongly believe that you've ended up in a very unhappy place here in midlife because you've been living on autopilot. Where's the challenge in that? 
Sure, there are mundane responsibilities that we all have to suffer through, but how about remembering why you do it? Hate doing the dishes? Maybe. But do you love having a clean kitchen? I do. That makes it a little easier to get it done and to get it done well. Keep yourself in the moment and switch off the autopilot. Your time will feel a whole lot more valuable when you're purposeful about the daily things you're doing, even the have-tos. Now maybe there are things in your life that you can find no value or purpose in doing. Have you ever stopped to consider if whatever it is absolutely needs to happen? Would the world stop spinning if you stopped doing it? Or could you delegate it to someone else? We're trying to increase the daily pleasure that you experience. Instead of dying on the sword over things that don't please you, try ditching them or pass them off to someone else. Freeing up your time creates space for purposefulness. Now, are there things in your day-to-day life that are fun? How about doing more of that? It doesn't just have to be the specific activity over and over either. Can you break down the activity and pinpoint what exactly about it brings you pleasure? How about activating some of your creativity and following tangents off those activities? Intertwined with the elusive find your purpose is the idea that what you should be doing must be rewarding. But let's talk about that concept of rewarding. When people say something is rewarding, a lot of times it's just a humble brag. Oh, Jeanette, how did you manage to save the orphans from the fire, update all their vaccinations, and feed them their first Thanksgiving dinner? Well, you know, I just do it because it's so rewarding. Let me actually dissect that feeling for you without taking anything away from Jeanette who did do something wonderful. An activity feels rewarding when it returns the energy you invested, or even more than the energy you invested, and it does not have to be something charitable. I'm not being cynical, I'm just keeping it real and giving you some room to expand your idea of what are purposeful activities. Let me give you a real-world example. This podcast. It takes a lot of time and energy for me to map out weekly topics, record, edit, and promote an episode. But rather than feeling drained when I upload all my files, I'm pumped. I have a huge feeling of accomplishment, and I'm excited to hear what you think about it and to watch my download numbers grow. Is my podcast going to save the world? No. But is it rewarding to hear that so many of you are feeling a positive shift in midlife because of it? Yes. Is this a rewarding activity that I want to keep repeating? You bet. Now let me get hardcore honest with you. Rewarding, that feeling of reciprocated or bonus energy, can be derived from getting paid. You are allowed to find purposefulness from making money. Our ideas and conditioning around money do us a huge disservice. I can't tell you the number of female entrepreneurs that I have had to help rewire their brains that they are allowed and entitled to get paid for the talents and benefits they bring to the marketplace. Money is not dirty, it's not bad, and it's absolutely okay for us to use it as a benchmark for success and purposefulness. Here's another way to find purposefulness in your life. Do something you want to do. You are a grown-ass woman. You don't need permission. I know instantly an alarm goes off in your head telling you it would be selfish or you couldn't possibly. I'm not buying it. If there are legitimate obstacles, find a creative workaround and just do it. I posted a quote on my pages last week that's attributed to Larry Page, one of the co-founders of Google and not a woman in midlife crisis. Nevertheless, I think he gave us some very relevant advice when he said, I know it seems like the world is falling apart, But in all actuality, it's a great point in your life to get a little crazy, 
follow your curiosity, and be ambitious with it. Turn that into practice. Follow your curiosity. Learn anything. Try anything. Most importantly, anything you do or try, whether hobby or new career, please remember, you are allowed to change your mind. You are allowed to use that dreaded four-letter word, quit. Women tell me all the time that they're not 100% sure what they want to do. What an onerous standard to hold yourself to. Why do you have to be 100% sure? Certainly moving in some direction is better than languishing in no man's land where you are right now. I know we as women are planners. We like to have the entire plan mapped out and a contingency plan for every possible uncertainty. So we think and spin and think and get sad and think and eat and think and, well, you get the picture. Your plan, the one we all followed by the way, brought you here. So let's loosen the grip on the plan. Think of purposefulness rather than purpose and start being deliberate in your day and decisive in your decisions and even up your risk tolerance if you notches to follow a trail off the map. And you know what? A funny thing happens when you start learning, moving, doing. New opportunities magically appear in front of you. You may start to walk down one road and discover a fork that takes you in a completely other direction. That's okay. It does not make you flighty to be fine-tuning your plan along the way, as long as you're being purposeful in your daily living. I guess I'm feeling quotey today because I love this one from Wrinkle in Time author Madeline Lengel. Is that even how you say her name? I don't know. Anyway, she said, inspiration usually comes during work rather than before it. Now, I'm not 100% what I want to do starts to sound like an excuse and a defense mechanism. Look, I'll take 35% from you. Just give it a whirl. Can you start to see how searching for a purpose locks you into a narrow constraint if it's a forced situation, whereas just being purposeful allows you flexibility? Purposefulness emphasizes the journey, not the destination. Because P.S., there is no endpoint except death. Sorry for that cheery thought, but there is no ribbon across the finish line. You need to live Love, learn, create, experience, and enjoy yourself right now. Purposefulness keeps you here in the present rather than focused on some elusive future. I'm a little bit of a science nerd, so pardon the use of Newton's first law of motion, which states that an object in motion stays in motion. What does that mean to you? It means start moving, start being purposeful, and stop believing in this elusive constraint that demands you have a purpose. If the stuff I'm saying to you is making sense, but you need guidance implementing it in your own life, you need to be part of my program, Midlife Reimagined. Enrollment is now closed, but will reopen towards the end of the year. You can go to my website, www.themidlife.co and join my interest list or join our private Facebook group Muddling Through the Midlife to stay updated on workshops and enrollment. As always, feel free to email me at Kimberly at themidlife.co or DM me with any thoughts or comments. That does it for this week. I really appreciate you listening and I hope you'll share with friends who might find this podcast helpful as we all navigate and hopefully thrive in the midlife. Now go be purposeful.